0: Hey, we're digital content creators who met online. I was using TikTok as an escape from my soul-sucking corporate sales job. And I was using it to share my art and talk all things self-employment when I found Marissa.
1: And then I went viral for the first time, which was my open door to exploring self-employment as a digital content creator, which happened to be the major reason I was drawn to
0: Danielle in the first place. We started bonding over my story of being a graphic designer who left the corporate world four years ago to pursue a lifestyle where I took my success as a designer and blended it with my free spirit to run my very own kick-ass business. So with our mutual focus
1: on mindset and knowing that I was about to leave my nine to five, we started having conversations about my plan moving forward. My business coach told me to interview a few people who I thought could be my target audience, so
0: of course I asked Danielle. And in typical Danielle fashion, I hijacked the conversation and asked Marissa to be my co-host instead. Clearly, I didn't say no. So this is now our podcast, Her Messy Bun, where we chat about all things mindset, confidence, and business essentials for all of our self-employed lady friends. And where you can tune in to all of our not-so-private
1: conversations. So throw up your messy bun, because Because shit's shit's about about to get get real. real.
0: Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of Her Messy Bun. My name is Danielle. And I'm Marissa. <laughs> and <laughs> we're going to try and do another live while recording again. So, currently, we are on live on TikTok. And you can find me at her.messy.bun on TikTok and Marissa at it's Marissa Joe on TikTok.
1: All right. So, today we're talking all about routines because currently my life is lacking one. Hence, <laughs> I'm just going to expose myself up and down all this episode. So yes, currently my life is lacking routine. I'm about four months into my self-employment life and the adrenaline is wearing off. The lack of routine is catching up with me and it has been the center of a lot of the conversations Danielle and I have been having. So we figured Mm -hmm. if I'm struggling with this, chances are a lot of you are as well. So that is what we're going to talk about today.
0: Yeah. So we're almost going to have this like live case study with Marissa and I actually offer this kind of thing uh, as a service. So if you're interested, if you like how this went, you can either try it yourself for free based off the conversation we have, or you can go to hermessybun.com and check out services. It's called the intuitive work schedule. And I would be happy to work with you to get you to where you want to be. So, like Marissa said, we're going to be talking about routines. But the first thing that we really need to define is what are routines. I think a lot of times people think routines are like um, very like this basic. Okay, I wake up, I drink coffee, I go to work. But that's just a very basic routine that um, really doesn't give it any any like benefits or provide you any guidance as to what you should do or how you feel or tap into your energy. So Marissa and I have a different take on routines. We both are very tapped into our intuitive side. And we believe that you need to focus on where you are energy-wise before you put in the the routine or build your routine. So we are going to, in this case study, we're going to break down between low energy routines, medium energy routines, and high energy routines.
1: Yeah. We're not so much talking about the structure of your day um, because like for instance, Mondays for both of us are pretty much what CEO days we like to call them. Um, yeah. Tuesday clients, Wednesday clients, Thursday is podcast and coaching, Friday mm-hmm. clients. So we're not talking about The macro, we're more talking about the micro and how you spend your time in the morning and in between clients and before bed Mm -hmm. so that you feel energized and to keep you from burnout and to make you feel like your macro schedule is something that you can maintain. So we're more talking about the small little things depending on your energy level and Mm -hmm. rather than
0: your day-to-day general routine. Yeah, that's a good point to bring up. Um, especially since like there's so Marissa and I actually did a part of the case study yesterday. So we worked on it together just so we would be prepared for the episode, but we left a few things open that we can um show you the process of it. But um yesterday we really got to break down certain the questions that I tend to ask my clients. And um, I found a, this morning I ended up finding a quote while listening to one of my favorite YouTubers and she was quoting somebody named Daniel uh, Vassalo on Twitter. He said, my idea of growth is to keep rearranging my life so that I'm doing fewer things I'd rather not be doing. So it's kind of, that's what my um, mindset is on having a routine and like creating routines and constantly adjusting your soft schedule and your routine, your Morning, evening business, um, and providing a routine for very specific parts of your business and of your life. Uh, because at the end of the day, if you're going to constantly work like do the things that you don't like to do, what's the point of doing it then? What's the point yep. of working for yourself if you don't like doing it, the things that you're doing? So,
1: so when we are talking about the things that we have in our routines and the things that I'm going to be implementing in my routines, I want you all to keep in mind that small changes are the changes that are going to stick over time. Um, And this directly applies to something that happened to me a couple days ago. I have been really craving more exercise and more movement in my life. And I was a division one athlete. I grew up with athletics being my whole life and competition being my whole life. So my first instinct when thinking, okay, I need to start moving my body again, was to do this challenge called 75 hard. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's 75 days of you choose any diet. So whatever diet you wanna do, you get no cheat days. You do two 45 minute workouts a day, one of which has to be outside. You have to drink a gallon of water a day and you aren't allowed to um, drink alcohol. And you also have to read 10 pages of some type of self-help book for 75 days in a row. No days off, and if you if you fail one day, you have to start the seventy five days over. So that's a lot. It's it, it's obscene, and yeah, especially so, to go
0: from zero to hundred. Exactly
1: like that. right. So that was my first thought when thinking, okay, how can I start exercising again? <laughs> I stopped and was like, okay, psycho, this isn't realistic. This isn't the way to build healthy routines, healthy habits. So I actually reached out to this wonderful woman who's in one of my coaching groups with me. Um, you can find her on Instagram at at Lucia Holly, um, L-U-C-I-A Holly. And she works with women who want to lose weight in a loving and sustainable way. And I listened to one of her podcasts and an excellent quote that she said was that the habits that you implement have to be so boring that you don't need motivation to show up for them, mm-hmm. which is blew my mind because that is the opposite of everything we hear, you know, with these huge lifestyle changes. So this really directly applies to what we're going to talk about today. When you're thinking of, okay, I want to implement these new things into my morning, into my afternoon, into my evenings, and you leave this podcast episode feeling inspired, keep in mind that the changes that you implement should be so boring that you don't need motivation to keep them Long term. Mm-hmm. So,
0: just something to keep in mind when you're listening yeah. to this. And, like, I think boring for our example shouldn't be, it, the word isn't necessarily boring for every part of our example, but it's so, like, um, let's say, matched, like with your energy. Like, the task should be matched with the energy that you are obtaining and, like, the levels that we talk about later on. It should just be equal. It should never be a task. Let's say, for instance, we already talked about how we're going to be talking about like low energy, medium energy, and high energy. If you're in a low energy moment, the task that you're doing needs to match low energy because if it's, a, if it's higher by even a little bit, if you're in a low energy moment, you're not going to want to do that. So like it needs to be matched or lower. Yeah. It needs to be realistic. I mean, yeah, it has mm-hmm. to be
1: something that is possible for you and not out of your energetic range. So, I mean, with that being said, do you want to just jump into the different energy levels and how we went through these yesterday?
0: Yeah. So um, like I said, Marissa and I talk about low energy or talk about energy all the time. And the other day we were in a call and I had said like, you don't mind if I talk about this, right?
1: Well, well, we're already here. So
0: go for it. <laughs> uh, So I was like, I don't even oh, know what like, you're about to say. <laughs> it's just like, we're going to talk about, like, I do this thing with like clients where you figure out your mindset on things and you have to like tag it along with, like, you have to reverse engineer it to figure out what your mindset actually is. So we were talking like money mindset for fun. And so we, um, we were figuring out what Marissa's subconscious money mindset was and where it was sitting versus her realistic, like where her conscious mindset was and, um, around money mindset. So at one point she was like, she, I had said, how many of this do you have to sell in order to make this amount of money? And she was like, I can't do it that way. I need to do it based off energy. So we reverse engineered how many, like how much energy she has every day in order to create and sell. Um, So energy is extremely important with everything that you're doing, because if you don't have the energy to do something, you're just not going to do it Um, because motivation is fake. Like motivation does not exist. Like until you're in it, it's motivation. There's a saying where it's like motivation is an action. So you can't be motivated until you're doing something. And so if you're not able to do something, you'll never be motivated. You just have to start doing something and then the motivation comes with it.
1: Yeah, and the the big takeaway from what you just said about reverse engineering your work schedule and now your routines like we're about to do Mm -hmm. is you start with the realistic energy levels of yourself and fit in what you can rather than listing all the things you have to do and squeezing them into one day, inevitably not getting them done Mm -hmm. And then guilting yourself because you didn't get them done.
0: Totally. So
1: the same, you know, that's all in the productivity space, but the same thing applies for all the routines that we're about to talk about.
0: Yeah. So the first question that, um, let's count how many we have. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, about six questions that we're going to go through today. And we've already answered, I believe, four of the six or four of the seven I might've skipped one. Um, and the first question is what is your morning ritual to help you ground yourself right when you wake up? And if you don't know what we mean by grounding yourself, um, it's the thing that like makes you centered. So like you're, so you're not feeling anxious or you're not feeling depressed or you're not feeling outside of your own being. Oh, excuse me. So that you're not, um, Like you're literally in the moment is what grounding means. And that's like the easiest way to explain it is you're very aware and in the moment. So what are the three things, low, medium, and high that you can do um, every morning to ground yourself? And one of the things that I do that's a a non-negotiable every night before I go to bed, I put a water bottle next to my bed because I'm the type of person that when I wake up, I'm so thirsty. Um, So I have water right there. But then also they say like you need to drink water right when you wake up in order to um, ground yourself and feel most like yourself and like recharge your body and hydrate. So that's the that's a low energy thing that I do. So my full low energy would be that I wake up, grab the water drink water, brush my teeth, then I go grab a cup of coffee and make coffee and then I take my dog outside. So those are the things that I have to do every single morning without a doubt, no matter how much energy I have, that's like the bare minimum that I'm gonna do every single day. So Marissa, what's your low energy one? And then the next one we'll do is our both of our mediums.
1: Yeah, so my low energy grounding morning ritual is to drink water, brush my teeth and wash my face, change my clothes out of my pajamas, and pull one of the um, intention cards in the morning. Mm -hmm. And that's when I'm feeling like absolute garbage. That's the least that I can do in the morning with the least amount of energy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I've tried four different email services and nothing compares to the beauty and the ability that comes with using Flowdesk. Start and grow your email list today with Flowdesk. Start your free 30-day trial and lock in with a 50% off your monthly subscription when you click the link in our show notes. The next one that you have to come up with is your medium energy. So for medium energy for morning rituals to ground you. My medium energy one is morning pages, which I do a morning pages membership. And so I have to do that every day, Monday through Friday, regardless of how I feel. And we, um, in the morning pages, that's when I pull my intention card. So we do it as a group. And then the next thing I do is the app called Headspace. It's like a breathing and meditation app guided um, and the minimum amount of minutes that you on it is five, I believe, but I'm at like 15. So I just like get into my headspace for 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. I do morning pages for 30 minutes. So what's your medium energy one for morning rituals? So my medium is
1: going for a short walk and Mm -hmm. doing a short breath work. So that being said though, I'm not saying that that's going to be easy for me to implement because I'm not currently doing that. But realistically looking at how I feel in the morning when I have a medium amount of energy,
0: that is doable for me. But now I just have to start implementing that. Yeah. Because again, this is a case study we're doing on Marissa. So these are the things that she ideally wants to do mm-hmm. and what she truly believes will be um, capable of doing in her low, medium, and high energy levels per question that we're going to answer. hmm so then the high energy, when you have a lot of energy in the morning, you just like wake up and you're like, oh, damn, I'm feeling so good. This is all the things I can do today. Again, I'm going to be able to do all the low all the low and the medium. And then I'm also going to go for a walk. I'm going to stretch. I'm going to shower. And then I'm going to make myself some really good breakfast. So overall, in my morning routine on a high energy one, the whole thing is going to look like this. I'm going to wake up, brush my teeth make a cup of coffee, take my dog outside, sit outside for a hot second until she's ready to come in. I'm going to go upstairs, do morning pages. After morning pages, I'm going to go do a headspace. Then I'm going to go for a walk with my son. I'm going to come back. I'm going to take a stretch. I'm going to hop in the shower. And then after I'm done showering, I'm going to eat something. And that's all usually within like the first two to three hours in the morning.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. So as we're going through each level and we get from so we stated our low, we get to medium, our low is included in our medium. So now as we get to high, like Danielle said, our low and our medium are included. So in my high level, I have some type of exercise, a journal session, a meditation stretch session, a stretch session, and some reading. So mm-hmm. that sounds like a lot just looking at it to me, but in the mornings when I feel on top of the world, ideally, these are the things that I should be able to do with my energy level. So it would be wake up, drink some water, brush my teeth, wash my face, put on some clothes that are separate from the ones that I slept in, pull a card, Mm -hmm. take a walk, do breath work, exercise, journal, meditate, stretch, read. So that seems very daunting right now, but that should be realistic for me, honestly.
0: Yeah. And truth be told, like a lot of these things are already like built in habits that now we're Mm -hmm. just habit stacking them, like they talk about in atomic habits, that like because you always wake up and brush your teeth anyways, what can you do with that? Like you can drink water. So, like, have a cup of water next to your toothbrush or a bottle of water next to your toothbrush so that you can always drink water. Mm -hmm. All right. So, the next question is what are your income producing activities? So, this is now we did our morning routine, we're about to start work, what are income producing activities that we can do in each level? So and every day, so every day, Monday through Friday, when I'm in a low energy level, what income producing activities can I do in a medium level um, energy, what income producing activities and then high and high energy level. So as I said, earlier, this is a case study and Marissa and I started working on it yesterday and we left we left a few things out and, um, sorry, I laughed cause my dog shook herself, but we left a few things out. And this is one of the things that we left out. So we can do this live with you guys today. So for those of you who don't know what an income producing activity is, it's the activities that you do every day to that actually bring money into your business. So it's not a sale, but it's the, it's the act that you do. To bring in a sale.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So the major ones are like that I talk about are four. There's four different categories and it's with your email, email your list, reach out to potential customers, follow up and offer sales or discount. Those are like the four most common and major um, income producing activities. And so in a low energy level, Marissa, which one, where are you at? Honestly,
1: for low energy, engaging on TikTok for me Mm -hmm. could be one in in the videos of mine where I talk about my services, um, because I can do that from my bed, from my couch, if that's the case. Mm -hmm. So for super low days, I would say engaging on social and Instagram as well. Um,
0: And then maybe following up. To be clear, Mm -hmm. it has to be on the videos that you're already talking about your... Right. Services. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so that would be engaging on social media, which is not technically on the four that I, I brought out. However, it is reaching out to potential customers So and following up. So if there's a conversation that she let slip through the cracks on a low energy day, she can go back to those videos and engage and continue the conversations in the comment section in order to potentially bring in income because the, like, I, uh, like I said, income producing activities is a activity that you do to potentially bring you income that will bring you one step to, closer to getting income. It's not the sale in and of itself. So that's a great one for a low energy one. Cause you can literally do that anywhere mine for low energy days, but income producing activities is also the same. It's um, following up. It's the easiest one because I'm already capable of it. And then it's also um, sending an email out. So this way I don't have to talk. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I tend on low energy days, I tend to send an email out if I'm not in the, in the mood to have a back and forth conversation or a sales pitch or anything like that. Cause I already have emails created um, from high energy days that I can send out in or on like as prep work. Oh, nice. That's a good one. Yeah. So should we move on to medium? Yep. What are When you're in your medium moods. Yeah. So your...
1: in my medium moods, I like to brainstorm content and kind of get inspired and make a list um, and mm-hmm. plan out my content. And I would also consider sending an email to my list in the medium because I have not yet done the legwork to get those ready ahead of time. So that really takes a lot of thought writing the copy and
0: deciding what's going to go in it. So that would be, um, my two mediums. So mine is like, I mean, assume that mine's going to be around the same as Marissa's just because we're like pretty similar in the sense of energy levels. But for my medium, I tend to reach out to three to five people, um, that I've already been in contact with about them saying that they wanted to either, work with me, asked me a question about something. They talked about wanting to be a part of something. I like reach out and see how they're doing. Mm -hmm. Like I see where they're at with their, with the like tips that I've shared. And like I, that's where in in my medium energy ones, that's when I start having conversations and like I can just talk to people Um, because again, I don't have to worry about making video. And then I also do content creation, like uh, written content creation. Right. So, what's your high one what do you think that you can do at a high level all day you're in you wake up you're in a great mood so for my
1: high energy i like to actually film my content um it's not that i can't do it with low and medium but i don't really want to do it when it's low and medium so i would say film
0: my actual content and go live love that yeah i'm about the same way so technically like we said in the first one when when we're sitting at high energy level days our income producing activities for that day would honestly look like engaging on social media, following up, brainstorming content, emailing people, posting on Instagram, filming content, going live, and creating videos for TikTok. Like it's the full package. Or if you have to pick one or two,
1: go with your high energy.
0: Exactly. So all right. what's your work schedule for – what does your work schedule look like on a low energy day? What do you want it to look like?
1: Honestly, it's probably my – Income-producing activities only, Mm -hmm. um, plus like any easy admin work that I can get done, whether that's following up with emails where it's just a simple, you know, hey, just checking in on this, something quick. Um, Mm -hmm. Realistically, that's what it would look like. The things that keep my business going and the lowest level ICAs. It would be IPAs. Oh, ICAs, ideal customer avatar. Yeah. IPA, like the beer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So for, um, for me, my work schedule on a low day is literally just the IPAs, the income producing activities. I don't do anything else. I give myself full permission to just focus on like doing small engagement with people, following up and like leaving it as that. Mm-hmm. Because I know that if I push myself on low energy days, I'm, I'm done for. Yeah. So, and then on a medium day, what would your work schedule look like? Your ideal um, one?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think on each level, low, medium, high, it would be whatever that associating IPAs would be. Mm -hmm. And then just add on, like for this one, maybe engage with clients. Um, I mean, it it would really just be similar to whatever my income producing activities were for that day. Um, plus it, and it's probably going to stay the same, whatever level of admin work Mm -hmm. is required of me for that day based on my energy. So like for my medium energy day would be the medium IPAs plus medium energy admin tasks. And then for high, high IPAs
0: and high energy admin tasks, really perfect. For those of you that are creators and designers, though, um, this is where you can add in when you're going to design things, when you're going to do work with clients, when you're going to um, include, like, uh, when you're able to, like, package Uh, your materials, when you're able to prep packaging things along those or anything along those lines, break it, really break it down. Like on a high, do you need a lot of energy in order to package your orders and bring them to the post office? Or can you package your orders on a high energy day? And then like, if you know the next day you don't have high, like you have low energy mornings, can you just like hop in the car and drop it off in the morning? So really try to like figure it out be intuitive with um, follow your intuition figure out where you sit every day like in the beginning of the day versus the middle of the day versus the end of the day really track your moods and so this way your work schedule can be a soft work schedule and you know and can give yourself grace and, and uh, forgiveness when it comes to like, oh, I just had a great day, but now I'm too tired to go to the post office. I can't bring it there. Mm-hmm. Save that task for, on a diff- for a different day or for a different time of day and then um, give yourself leniency there. Right. All right. So now that we got the first three questions out of the way, those ones are the really like nitty gritty. We are ours are going to look different or they're going to have differences to it. The following three are really similar. So, Marissa and I are just going to like share the the same ones because unless they differ. So, this one is um, how are you gaining energy and momentum throughout the day? So, you really need to figure out what brings you energy and how to um, continue the momentum so for us we both um, have very similar things i have for low energy coffee sleep go outside then if i'm feeling medium energy i'll do another headspace i'll brain dump and high energy is exercising and cleaning i have
1: very similar ones except the go outside one is medium for me since i live on the third floor of an apartment and it's a lot more work to get somewhere you know, to a park than it is just to walk into my backyard. So essentially for this one, you want to brainstorm things that are going to increase your energy with taking into account the amount of energy that you currently have. So if I'm feeling good and I want more energy, that's when we would exercise things like that. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to guilt yourself into trying to exercise if you're already really low energy.
0: Yeah. All right. Why don't you go into the next one?
1: Yeah, so the next one is, what are you doing for yourself daily to avoid burnout? So this one's a little different. How can you, depending on your energy level, make sure that you're not running yourself into the ground? So for me, for low energy, it's gonna look like just simply putting down my social media. For medium energy, that's gonna look like small journal session and some meditation. And then for high energy, I have take the whole ass day off and do something fun. So that would be a high-energy thing to avoid myself from burnout. Um, yours yeah. are similar, but go
0: ahead and read those off. Yeah, so I have um, put my phone on Do Not Disturb. It's a recent favorite of mine uh, when I'm like like low as shit. And then I also – I read every day, so like that's like a bare minimum for me. So I put my phone on Do Not Disturb, then I read, and I lay down with Emmett. For medium, I will go outside, soak in the sun, take Emmett for a walk. And for high-energy, we'll go on an adventure. Like if I'm really feeling like up for it this way, I just avoid burnout from like being in home working 24 seven or I don't work 24 seven, but feeling like I need to. Mm-hmm. And like burnout for me looks like, oh my God, I, I want to go back to work. I want to go back to work. I want to go back to work. Mm-hmm. And like, that's when I know burnout's about to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've tried four different email services and nothing compares to the beauty and the ability that comes with using Flowdesk. Start and grow your email list today with Flowdesk. Start your free 30-day trial and lock in with a 50% off your monthly subscription when you click the link in our show notes. So all right, go ahead and take us off on the last one. Yeah, so this one, at least
1: in my opinion, is the most important. Um This is something I talk about all the time as well that you need to make sure to do things that make you feel like you and Mm -hmm. like you're in the driver's seat. That you get to enjoy things that you want to enjoy. So what makes you feel most like yourself, depending on your energy level. So for me personally, Mine would be doing a full skincare routine that I can do that very low energy Um, for medium, it would be walking around outside. I love Mm -hmm. being out and doing something outside. Um, And then for high energy, it would be doing a full-fledged workout, like something really high intensity. And then go ahead and share yours and then we can both
0: share the last one. All right. So for me, for my low energy to feel most like myself is to go outside barefoot. Like I know that sounds weird, but I am like a barefoot hippie for sure. Mm -hmm. And I can be outside and like, with no shoes on, no socks on, like that is low energy, most like myself. And it's the easiest thing to like, just recharge and feel like myself again. The next thing is exploring. I'm the type of person that could like live in the forest. So like, if I can explore, like, that's great. And I love taking my son into like noticing new things and seeing it from his point of view. And high energy is like sitting down, listening to art or listening to music and doing some art. And those are like the three major things that make me feel most like myself outside of my everyday routine. Mm-hmm.
1: I so. love that. Yeah. So as we were brainstorming these three levels, Danielle goes, and if I want to do ex- if I want to feel extra like myself, I need to do something competitive And I went, Mm -hmm. oh my God, me too. And then we had a five minute conversation about how we love competition of any form, like whether Uh it's a board game (laughs) or like playing an iPhone competition with somebody. So that is, it was just cool to actually brainstorm out the tangible things that make you feel like yourself. So for all of you listening to this, we highly encourage you to go back and listen to this again and write out these six questions and then put a spot for low, medium, and high energy and actually write them out because doing this for the first time myself yesterday and now is really giving me a good idea of the things that I can put into my daily routine that I actually want to put into my daily routine rather than listening to somebody's you know, advice on what millionaires do to become successful yeah. and implementing habits and routines that you don't even want to do. So make sure that the things you implement truly are going to make you feel good and not make you feel like shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, so uh, in case you don't want to go back just to listen to the six questions, but want uh, I, I'll share them with you, but I do recommend going back if you need ideas mm-hmm. of some sort. The first three are what is your morning ritual to help you ground yourself right when you wake up? What are your income producing activities? And then what is your work schedule? So then the last three are how are you gaining energy and
1: momentum throughout the day? What are you doing for yourself daily to avoid burnout? And what makes you feel most like yourself?
0: All right, let's get into the messy bun moment for the week. I hadn't thought of it, but I guess. Well, I'm gonna, (laughs) you, you think of it really quick. I'm gonna read, I had somebody ask me what our messy bun moment really stood for. So I wanna read it again. Um, or like explain it again, your messy bun moment is the part in, is our part in the show where we dive into a specific moment from the week where living that hardcore messy bun lifestyle really paid off. So it's pretty much anything that like, you feel like, damn, I'm so glad I did this or damn, I accomplished that. Like I worked hard. I busted ass for this. Like, it's something that like deserved you being in a messy bun that entire day because you knew it was going to be great. So Marissa, what's your messy bun moment?
1: I guess mine would be the past several weeks. I've been very just in my head about my business and wondering what this is going to scale to, what am I going to do as my overarching brand and just having a lot of questions as somebody brand new to self-employment is going to have. And honestly, my messy bun moment was reaching out to both Jaya my business coach and Danielle saying hey I'm kind of struggling right now I would love to talk about this and actually talking about it and feeling a lot better just after talking about it one time with each of them Mm -hmm. and normally I said this to Jaya in my initial message to her I was like I'm so glad that I decided to invest in myself and find business buddies because this is normally the part where I would feel the overwhelm, feel that something's not super easy and take it as a sign to, to give up and start something else. But I took it as, okay, I need to reach out and be vulnerable and tell people that I'm feeling this way to get through it. And I've, that's not really how I operate as a person. I like to internalize everything and not burden others. Honestly, that's how I feel. I don't like to burden other people with my, with my shit, but yeah. I knew that I had to and I did it and I feel better. So honestly, that was a big, that was a big accomplishment for me this week.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) I mean, not the fact that you felt that way, but that's awesome that you pushed through it and you are changing old habits into good habits.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So So, yeah. What about you?
0: My messy bun moment would be, um, so for the last year I have been working with my son in the house and every day of the week and not really leaving the house because of COVID and not being able to feed like i I'm the mom that's like I'm like working right next to him like he's if he's eating lunch I'm working I was always in the moment of like where can I squeeze in the hours to work and I've always been the, also the person to give myself a soft schedule and like follow my intuition with my scheduling however this week, my dad um, has now taken my son two times to his house because every now and then, or on Wednesdays and Thursdays, he was coming over for like two to three hours just to give me like a two to three hour break and like like keep him from my office pretty much. But uh, this week he's been at their house. So my messy bun moment is finally being able to like have those, um, those full days. So yesterday and today, uh, I've been home alone and it's been great. And I've gotten a lot of stuff done in my awesome. business. Yeah. So awesome. it's like getting back to like a real work schedule has been mm-hmm. really cool. That would well, be, mine. and
1: just the, the fact that Emmett's not around automatically allows you to allocate some of your energy more towards your business and yourself rather than, you know, having to exert all that towards him. Not that oh yeah you shouldn't cause you're his mom, but like when he's not right. there, it's
0: automatically freeing up energy for you to do other things. A hundred percent. Like I can already tell like on Wednesdays and Thursdays, I'm going to have more energy to give than I would usually. Cause it's usually has to be split. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I know I'm like, I know I've been like on a, on a really awesome schedule. Um, Cause mine tends to change every like three weeks due to like COVID situations. You know, my husband's working from home or he's back in the office or my dad Saw somebody that, you know, now told him like, hey, I was by somebody that had COVID. Like maybe you shouldn't be around people, whatever it might be like because of the pandemic, like it's really messed with my schedule. And I finally feel like I'm back on track. Yay. 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 Yeah. So thank you guys so much for tuning in, especially if you did listen to us on TikTok Live. It is May 6th. And this will, this episode's gonna be out on May 17th, I believe. I think so, yeah. Yeah, May 17th. Creating routines for your business. Yeah. So if you would like help with this,
1: like Danielle just helped me with, go ahead and check out the link in the show notes for all the information to book a session with Danielle. For all of her services, you can go to hermessybun.com. And if you would like to book a session with me to grow your damn TikTok, yeah, you can baby. go to com slash consulting or check the link in the show notes.
0: Do you want to share the tidbit that you shared on
1: your Instagram story today? What did I share on my Instagram story today?
0: Well, maybe it was yesterday. You talked about how, um, so Marissa is <laughs> going to be reframing her uh, business come June. So right now it oh, is, yeah. <laughs> the pricing is set. So like, If you really want to book with her, it might, the pricing might change and will change come June. So um, go check her out now while it's still at this extremely, extremely (laughs) underpriced affordable set. So yeah, what she said, what she said. All right, you guys, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Please share um, the podcast with any small business or brand friends that you might have. Share it on Instagram. Tag us on Instagram um, in your stories. We will reshare your stories. And Marissa is still offering somebody. (laughs) If you guys do, like, if you guys create a video on TikTok about how our episodes have helped you, Marissa and all of her 100,000 followers... (laughs) she's gonna do out that video. So we're just waiting for somebody to create. Uh, This is what I learned on her messy bun video. Yeah, just waiting (laughs) patiently,
1: no pressure. No pressure,
0: A little bit of pressure.
1: Yeah, just go do it guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks again and we'll see you next week. Bye.